We are here because we are dedicated to helping the entire CrossFit community. Determined to elevate coaches, box owners, athletes, and everything in between, we believe that this mission will begin right here, right now. While this time and this goal begins with you, our hope is that you take this fire ignited within you and weave it into your own life with the same unrelenting passion to give those you have the privilege of coming in contact with the best hour of their day. Welcome back to the best hour of their day. Sorry, at the moment we started going live, Rocky decided to, I don't know if that was a fart or a snort. or Move to like your that. left. No, it's weird. Yeah, you got to move to your right. I, gotta, I have to okay. move to my right. To move to my left. For those watching on the YouTube channel. Right, on on the YouTubes. Um, Definitely. I mean, if you're not watching on YouTube, you need to, because I didn't realize this. Katie's throwing up, like, infographs, if you will, or just different graphics while we talk. Like, there's so much going on on the YouTube channel. Go check it out. Um, any day still dropping in. I've been posting all the old episodes on Instagram. And I think, um, Katie, we'd be a little remiss if we didn't mention a few special holidays. One, I mean, it's Veterans Day, so happy Veterans Day to the vets out thanks there. Thanks like all my, Yeah, thanks to all those vets out there. I, for, I forgot to tell, well, not put it on my Instagram, but happy birthday, happy belated birthday to all the devil dogs out there. I saw so. you put that up there. But yeah, your wife as well, currently deployed somewhere in South America. Um, nope. And then, and then... Um, I think perhaps the biggest, uh, well, another holiday is it's the Fern anniversary, if you will. It's uh, Jess and and, right. and Fern's uh, what twelfth anniversary? Ten, I believe that is wood. Is yeah, the... you're gonna give her the wood, all right? Um, <laughs> no, I'm, no, no, I'm not actually. Yeah, yeah, I, I wish that was the case, but that is speaking uh, of speaking of in the coming weeks, we have a new sponsor that we're both pretty excited about, but we won't. Uh, if anybody can guess think, what the sponsor is, I think is everybody should be excited about it. Everybody can use this. This don't, item. don't, don't, yeah, don't give it away yet. Um, but um, if you can guess Katie's what this got like a, a weird look on her face, and I'm like, no, absolutely, Katie, you're wrong. Right? Yeah, it's she is thing. wrong. But I'm pretty sure we're not allowed. Everybody, if you know what this tool is, every human being has this. Not the tool, but has this, which you can use the tool on. I don't know that every human. I think that's a. I don't know if that's you true. find a person on. Without the thing that this tool is used for, I would like to meet them. I don't think the people that don't have that are out there telling people they don't have it. So I don't think you're you, going to find those people. No, no, no. You've missed it because the tool is not just for one type of person. It's the, it, it, it does have that in the name. But the point is... Like, no, no. I understand it's for multi-genders. But I, I think there are some. Let's wait till we get it. But I'll explain a little better. But I, I, I'll, I think you'll understand. But anyway, the most important holiday, the for Jason Fernandez birthday, was yesterday. was yesterday. Yeah. So it's not yesterday. that holiday. That's not a holiday, by the way. That's just a celebration of. Oh, I took off. I it, took off it, from work. Did you? Yeah. I definitely yeah. did not. I had I had a five minute break from like eight fifteen in the morning until four thirty p.m. Oh yeah, uh, I took off. I was just like, I want to celebrate Fern's birthday. So forty one. I'm, I'm glad you enjoyed my birthday. It was great. Um, wow. Yes, I am forty one. And oddly enough, I didn't really care about forty. I'm a little indifferent, or I'm a little not pumped about forty one. 
Why is that? I love 41. 41 just feels old. Well, it is. You are old. But I loved it because of the Dave Matthews song. Correct. Not, that is one of my that is one of my Dave Matthews songs, but um yeah, it is what it is. Age is but a number. Age is but a number. Um let, let, let's you know, since these episodes have been going up relatively um close to when we're recording them, I, I want to mention uh one of my recent posts that um got a little bit of attention and then uh, I know you have something you'd like to talk about, but yeah, you know, recently we talked about the time caps and some people came back and they were like, Hey, turns out you guys are right. Yeah. No shit. We're right. We know what we're talking about. Um, those of you still thinking we're wrong, do me a favor along with INV one, two, four, five, please unsubscribe to this podcast, go to YouTube, subscribe on YouTube and then stop watching. But I think INV one two four five and Nosehold are are bot accounts. They're not real people. They just spammed us. I don't know. That was a pretty well thought out negative post. It's a for spam. It's a Russian. It's a Russian disinformation campaign. I still think Russian it's Fern. I still think it's Fern. Fern's <laughs> just getting to me. Katie has gone full tinfoil hat at this point. Like just like <laughs> Fern is in the think... of sabotaging his own his own podcast. <laughs> Actually, let me give you guys an interesting story. You didn't know this. So I did think Fern bought besthourcrossfit.com, which he didn't. And then I thought a handful of other people, because we had talked about it. I'm like, somebody did it just to mess with me. But I was able to get it. Like, I now own it, as we saw it directs to the best hour of their day website for now, until I get some more pictures and get the website up and running. Um, Interesting note, the person that owned it is a member at a gym right near my original gym, Albany CrossFit. He's from the Albany area and goes to one of the gyms that sprouted off of mine. So pretty uh, weird coincidence. There are no coincidences in this world, Jay. Well, that's true. And I've been, I have been posting on the Best Hour CrossFit Instagram. People are digging that. Are you just cross-posting from your personal page and doing no? No, no, no. I don't do the lazy route for and it's they it's it's unique to the affiliate. This is the one area of your life where you're not taking the lazy route. So uh, for that, I applaud to you publicly. Actually, Rogue messaged me on there asking to reshare. Up there we go, KDC. If you're on YouTube, you can see it. Two posts, sixty-eight followers. Not quite as influential as my personal one, but yeah, Katie, if you click on the. uh, the, the dumbbells, you'll see that Rogue actually, if you scroll down, right there. Awesome pick. Rogue Fitness right there. Look at that. And I hit agree. Look at me. Agree. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, so anyway, another one of my posts going, that I put up recently. Going back to nobody cares. Um. Okay. But this, people did care about this. Here's my post. Let me know if you have to leave early. I'll clean up your equipment. Mm-hmm. People wanted to argue still that, and, and, and not, not as many, but people wanted to say, hey, I don't like that old school kind of mentality, that old school rule. I love that Katie pulls up the pictures. Look, if you scroll, Katie, let's find one of the negative comments on there. So, so here's the deal for those listening. Like back in the day, like, 
it was just, and you see a ton of support, right? Look at all that support. Agreed, hands, whatever the hallelujah hands, the thanks, you know, et cetera. But, you know, Fern, you're a war, you are a world class back patter. <laughs> <laughs> I love that clip that Katie put up the other day about me uh, loving myself. Um, but, you know, back in the day, this was like no questions asked. Like you, you stuck around and you waited to put equipment away. And I think over the years, it's kind of faded. Part of it is, I, I think probably the biggest culprit to this is people trying to cram too much in an hour. And then, you know, people are in a rush to clean up before the next class starts. Well, you know, and, and that's what people There's always so argue. Many like, problems. Oh. There's so many problems there. And, yeah. and most people are responding to this with, with an absolute, which is not the point, which is like, think of this in a more nuanced scenario. This is not what you're alluding to here is not the Tell scenario me. where the, the coach has this up and and screwed up their timeline by not by by running the class with a time cap per se. What you're alluding to is people that are done early and feel the need to pick up all their stuff before everybody's done. Or the clo the coach has botched the timeline and somebody's done and they gotta go and they're like, all right, start cleaning up, but other people are moving. Those are the scenarios. And in both scenarios, the equipment should be low. And people, well, no, it's their responsibility to clean up their stuff because then the coach is going to have to do it. Right. That's your punishment for running a screwed up lesson plan is you're going to clean up other people's shit because you didn't take into effect that they have places to be. And, and on top of that, it's a community thing. There's like few things worse in a CrossFit, in, in a CrossFit box then you're the last person moving and everybody's like cleaning up their shit, wiping down their bars and moving on with their day. Just wait. This is almost always the coach's fault, which is why people want to be combative about this because they don't want to take ownership of the fact that these scenarios you're presenting, all of them fall on the shoulders of the coach running the class. Everything we talk about comes back to that. And that's the problem. Coaches don't want to either take, you know, extreme ownership or responsibility for some of this stuff. And, and here's, you know, another aspect of it, you know, newer people don't know. And again, cool coaches that is on your shoulders. When I start coaching at a new affiliate or when I'm running class here at best hour CrossFit, like the first thing I do at the whiteboard is, Hey, Roz, you have to wait to clean up your equipment until I'm done as well. But I, I do say that every time I coach, Hey guys, and, and I'll tell you what, when I say it in front of the classes, the OGs nod their head. Like, they like that. And, and, and here's part of it, too. Like, we spoke about a time cap the other day. If you're doing a good job with the stimulus, no one cares because everyone's finishing. With The people that are finishing in six minutes are still catching their breath as the people that are finishing in eight are, are, are wrapping up. So yeah, you're, you're not like causing people to stick around. Right. This this thing is no different than somebody who has whatever tennis elbow who's a CrossFitter. By the way, this person doesn't play tennis, they but they have tennis elbow as a CrossFitter, and they're like, "Oh, my elbow hurts. My elbow hurts." And I'm like, "No, it is a symptom of a different problem, which is your forearms are tight or your bicep or your tricep is jacked up. You need to fix that because your range of motion is garbage, and the pain point is your elbow. The pain point is this person is now put into an awkward scenario where they need to, where they feel they need to put their equipment up because they got places to be. That's not the problem. The problem is the class was run inefficiently. Either the coach missed the stimulus, they jacked up the lesson plan, um, whatever, or they just didn't stop somebody and said, "Hey, leave it. If you need to jet, go ahead and jet. I jacked that up. I'll clean up your stuff for you because that's on me." 
Yeah, and that was kind of the post. Like for once, I tried to put up a post that wasn't just like attention seeking. I'm like, hey, like this is what it's all about, coaches. Like if I see someone coming in, you know, and it's no different than I see someone coming in late, clearly frazzled. It's like, hey, chill out for a moment. Maybe hop on the bike. We're already warmed up. I'll get you caught up. Like it's not punishment by burpees and other things. Like all of this falls on the on the shoulders of the coaches and the box owners, Katie. Can you scroll a little more? I think there was another one that really irked me on there. What's that one? No, keep going. You'll see it's negative. Here, what's this one say? I think it might've been this one. I used, first of all, the grammar from this woman. I used to agree with this, but I'm not hating anybody's grammar. Oh yeah. You, you are the worst with grammar. Uh, it's not my screen. My screen's broken. You're not, (laughs) you're not bad at grammar. You're lazy. That's what's the difference. My screen's broken. I can't do. I don't yeah, we. You know what? We can. We can buy you a new phone. We can handle that. I used to agree Please with this, but it, until I was at a box, waste so much time by starting late, coach being late, or having BS questions of the day before class. I have kind of changed my tune a little bit about the question of the day. We can talk about that. That starts to run into someone's personal time when they have worked all day and have limited time. Some people don't have time to wait for Johnny to finish doing RX when it should have scaled to finish an appropriate time. I love that line from this woman, by the way, Jonah 13. But all of this goes back to this, this, this woman or they, I don't know. I don't, I don't like to assume anymore. They are canceled. uh, I've canceled. They, um, you and Lou, cancel Lou. Let's, let's bring that back. Um, you know, everything they're saying isn't, Hey, I don't like waiting around. It's the coaches are not doing a good job. So now I don't want to wait around. And my attitude to this lady and my response should have been, why are you at this box? Your coaches are showing up late. You don't like the question of the day. People aren't scaling appropriately. That has nothing to do with CrossFit courtesy. That's what I'll call it. CrossFit courtesy. You like that, Katie? CrossFit courtesy. And that's that is good. Yeah, sure. Yeah. And, <laughs> and, and, and that's just, that's what we do here. That's what we do. Like, and, and it's, it's no different. Like when I was a kid, I didn't get to, I, and I still do this to this day. I don't start eating until everyone's served and I don't leave the table till everyone's done. Like that's something Roz and I do now. Like if I'm done early, like I'll sit there and we'll talk, like you have that courtesy in your own dining room. You should have that same courtesy in the box. Yeah, I mean, it's this is this is the coach's fault. It's just like she should she needs to address the coaches there. Um, yeah, she and, should and leave have, the box. Like, I mean, maybe, but like, give them a give them a, an opportunity to like bring it down. You know what I mean? Like, or or like like fix it essentially. You know, instead of just like jetting on them. Um, the you got to address it, right? Like, don't just 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 don't cancel the gym or the coaches without saying something about it. Like that's your responsibility as a member. Like bring that. Be like, listen, man, the the questions are getting out of control. Um, you can pull that down, Katie. The uh, the the questions are getting out of control. The timeline's jacked. Like, would you guys like speed that up? You know what I mean? Like like fix your timeline. Like I get it that you would want to have some camaraderie, but like repurpose it. Um, and, and your- do the questions during the general warm up or something like that. You know, like. It doesn't need to be right there. I'm I'm all for the idea, but it's like everything else. Execution of the idea is what matters. You can you can take a good idea and execute it poorly, and now it's a shit idea. What's your opinion of question of the day? I, again, it's the same. It's my it's the same opinion that I have on virtually anything. Is like I don't have an opinion on it until I see it, and if it mm. looks like 
if it looks like trash, then it looks like trash. But if you crush it, I'm like, well done. Yeah, people, but they belabor it. Like, I like the question of the day. People can go onto our website and download 50 cool questions of the day. You know, I know David Osorio from South Brooklyn is a big proponent of it. I think I stole a lot of mine from him. Uh, he actually has the same birthday as you, Fern, yesterday. Okay, great. I mean, like, listen, the Marine Corps birthday, Fern, David Osorio. I can't think of, like, three more important birthdays. But I do have a question for you, Fern. Are you into psychedelics? <laughs> well, only if they're coming from David Osorio. Um, <laughs> uh, but anyway, questions of the day can get out of control. Like, I think there are times I don't do it simply when class is too busy. Like if you have an eighteen person class, maybe you if you have if you day. have more than seven, you should not do that. I'm gonna be very yeah. with like you should just throw that out. Like don't do that, or do it somewhere else. Doing the general, everybody sitting on the bike. Like no, that's terrible because you can't hear. Like no, gotta be. You like, could do it during the general warm up for sure. But like not if everybody's on bikes and you can't hear shit, and then it doesn't matter. So, but again, no, no. it's all about execution. Like do it, and if it works out well and you're on time, then great. But I'm not. I'm not doing question of just as this is the whole thing with regard to you know, the kind of like technique versus intensity. I'm not asking the question of the day in order to create engagement at the expense of running a good class. Right. It's yeah, both. The, right. The other thing I would add to that is the question of the day sh should be binary. And when I say, you know, Hey, what would, um, let's, let's, you know, did you sleep eight hours last night? It, it could be a yes, no, it can be, right. uh, or it could be something like really quick and simple, like favorite ice cream flavor, because right. it's like you're really limiting how long these answers should take. Or like, hey, what's what? What do you like better, uh, Fern or Ackerman? Who do you like better? Um, clearly, Fern, easy. obviously, right? Like um, it's easy, but like the, but and you, but you should also canvas. Like this goes back to like knowing who is in the audience, right? If you've mm -hmm. got that one person who you know will not shut up, don't do it. And also, Just don't ask a question that allows that. Uh, no, because that person who loves to talk will do it anyway. Because they'll be like, "Hey, what's your favorite? Like, what's your favorite ice cream?" And they're like, "Well, I really like orange sherbet, but sometimes I like strawberry, but only if it's with, uh, you know, after pizza, and I like to pair it with pretzels." Because one time I had this when I was a kid, and then you're just like, well, "How the f where? Where happening? are we? What is happening right now? Like, how did we find ourselves in the, you know, in the metaverse?" Um, so we are all yeah. now dumber for having heard. <laughs> yeah, you will receive no points, and. Uh, <laughs> um, God have mercy on yourself. Katie, what movie? Come on, Katie. What movie is that? I don't know. Oh! Are you going to fire me on air again? Yep. I had dinner with my sister last night. She's in town. Her husband lives in, her family lives in Colorado. So we had dinner last night. And, you know, they asked me about the business. I was telling them about young Katie. And I said, you know, the only downfall to her job is she routinely gets fired. On the yeah. podcast. Keep showing up, though. Yeah. By the way. We're going to have to have you move down to the basement, Katie. Um, can I? That would be a good question of the day. Favorite Adam Sandler movie. It was Billy Madison, uh, yeah, it was Billy by Madison. the way. Um, oh, I've, I've seen Billy Madison. I didn't realize oh, it was. Apparently you haven't. Yeah, go watch while, it again. I guess. I got to watch it again. All right. Hey, Fern. Did you know there were nine Supreme Court justices? Welcome to being a United States citizen, Jay. Obviously, I didn't you know that. Civic, you skipped civics uh, or American history, or uh, yeah, this was a, this a point. Of, this is like you know, we'll, we'll go. To, I'm gonna I'm gonna put this back on track. But yeah, this was a point of contention during the election because there was a lot of talk about expanding the Supreme Court justices for political purposes, which is not a good idea because then it just null and voids the entire judicial branch of the United States government. So, 
anyway that's it in a nutshell yes there's nine so that there can be a tiebreaker um five and four the the question that we had for today okay which was about somebody wrote in and let's just say this was going to go to the supreme court and they're like how are we going to judge on this right um was charge so let's say you have a cast clap a class cap in your gym right you either started this a long time ago or you stole the model from orange theory or soul cycle or whatever or you implemented it because of COVID. And you're like hey we got to do this um one of the coaches wrote in he was like i'm not a fan of charging people when they don't show up okay now this is a coach number one it doesn't matter if you like it or not like it's not your business it was probably put in place for a reason so just very candidly that's what it is like if you work for that business then you need to support it or you need to go elsewhere um, you should definitely not like complain about it to the member base that's a problem if you do that you probably get fired if it was my gym um now this conversation is a larger conversation so they're like the the conversation of operational capacity and this question or this kind of conversation comes up quite a bit when they're like hey you know we're thinking about going to a bigger space because all the classes are full to which most often that is not the case and because they're thinking in finite kind of boxes where just like there's no other option other than going to a larger space. And most often, if I've not exhausted every possible scenario to avoid that, then I end up in a worse place than I was to begin with. Because I, let's go to, I, I double the size with the same amount of membership, which means you probably doubled your rent at the very least. Conservatively, let's say that your overhead, gross overhead went up 20% on the same amount of revenue, right? So let's just say that you had whatever, you had uh, $5,000 of rent and now you have $6,000 of rent because your overhead went up 20%, okay? Well, if you were only running a small profit margin, that profit margin is now gone. This is before we talk about like, did you have the cash, the capital to pay for whatever this move is gonna be, equipment upgrades, the landlord didn't give you TI, all that kind of stuff. You ended up paying rent for both places at the same time. It's just not really that great. Um, and I was having this conversation yesterday because they're just like, well, I just don't know that we could, this is, this is typically how it'll come up. I just, you know, like we're, we can grow no more than to a hundred people. Like that's our cap for member base. And I'm like, okay, I got questions. Maybe that's true. Maybe it's not. I don't know. Let's take a little deeper. Right. And we go on a journey. And this journey involves me asking them questions. And I say, well, how many classes a day do you run? And like four? And I immediately know the answer. That's not true anymore. Right? And I'm like, how? And then are all four of those classes full to 100%? And the answer is typically, well, we got a couple here and there. And I'm like, no. And typically, because they're not, and again, this is, and I used to be this way because I, I, have, a, I have a belief about what is capable in my current situation. And that belief is generally wrong, far more often than not, because I haven't walked this out. And Stu Brower from, from What the Fuck Jim Talk has talked about this, at, and, I, and I agree and disagree with him in this scenario. So operational capacity is a thing. It is not the only thing, but it is something to be considered. Uh, he uses it more for with regard to like maximizing that and like getting rid of a certain equipment because it limits your operational capacity. And 
I'm not throwing the baby out with the bathwater in that scenario and saying like, I'm just going to ditch CrossFit because the equipment doesn't lend itself to, you know, having the exact mathematical equation for 125 square feet per one athlete so that I can maximize. Like, I don't agree with that, um, necessarily more along the lines of like, you should try to stay in that space as long as possible by doing any number of things. But the two big ones I would say that immediately should be done are you should rearrange your space and you should add class times. Now, the rearranger space, there's really no cost for that for the most part, unless you're having to rip up rigs and, and buy new ones, stuff like that. But it's just reconsolidating the equipment in your space. And we do this for people in affiliate YouTube, by the way. You're like, this is the max number of people I can fit in the facility. And I'm like, I, I'm willing to bet Jay's life that I could prove you wrong in that scenario. I just had this conversation with one of our clients in Switzerland, Taylor, you know, and I think oftentimes, yeah, people, you know, should I expand? You know, he's capped at this. And, you know, I think one of the first questions I like to ask is, are you capped based on space? Are you capped based on equipment? Or are you capped based on coach's ability? And, you know, all three of right. those present different problems and different solutions. And I think, you know, spacing should be number one, because if you're capped based on equipment, I always go back to like, well, what's your programming? And can you be smarter about it? Like, right. you know, that, that's like... There's a concept my mentor Sasha taught me called simple, complex, simple. And it basically looks like, you know, a straight line trajectory. There's simple, which is like, hey, this is our programming. And if we run out of equipment, we've run out of equipment. Complexity looks like, hey, this is our uh, equipment. And we may need to put some people on a bike instead of a rower or a barbell rather than dumbbells. And then the next phase, the far side of complexity or the other simple is like, or we just analyze the programming and make sure it suits our needs, right? So there's right. this idea of like, you have to battle through that middle bit of complexity to get to the far side. And another way that I've explained it is like, when you open a box, everyone's like, oh, this is so simple. You open a box, you make money, you coach, you have fun. And then you're wait, 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 this shit's hard in the middle. Then you battle through that and you're like, oh, it's easy again if I do these things right and I make it fun. And, you know, spacing is one of those things where people get stuck in the complexity of it rather than saying, okay, I can't have AMRAPs with rowing when I have six rowers in class sizes of 14. Or, right. you know, I can have that, but it has to be waterfall or you go, I go or one-to-one -one rest. Like there's ways around it. Um, but yeah, and you know, another question that I always try to bring up to people is, does expanding actually make you more money? And it's almost no. always no, right? You know, no. and, and right. So no, rather than mathematically, unless you purchase the building, the, at which point your mortgage is less than your rent, then I'm like, Hunter, yeah, you know, let's do that. Now I've got an asset, but that's typically not the case. But there, I, there's almost no scenario in which that would be, that would increase the net profit or, or gross profit, excuse me, where because I'm only increasing my overhead in that scenario i've just i just have more expenses yeah i mean obviously there's math where well if i expand there i can actually get more people in the door but it, it's right it's but that's, really project, that. that's projected revenue that's not that's right. not guaranteed revenue which is the problem sure. that's where i was going with this it's just like you're making an assumption and i know this seems kind of like a like a, a sort of a benign topic but it's definitely not right because the rammer Ramifications for getting this wrong in a couple different scenarios, which is expanding prior to really needing to, or purchasing a bunch of equipment 
before you really need to can can cause could could ultimately result in like years of stagnation realistically right because if i if i take all this capital and i dump it into the wrong thing i can't invest it elsewhere right whether that's another coach or um something like affiliate you or paying myself more money or paying for coaches uh, development or something like that all of those things the revenue placed in the wrong bucket that i cannot get back if they don't yield this is a significant problem right so let's just say i was like i'm gonna i need more rowers okay and let's just say you're gonna buy let's go aggressive let's say you're gonna buy 10 so you get ten thousand dollars worth of expenses yeah well number one those don't return anything right five or six people in your affiliate will be happier okay and but let's just say that your business is a dumpster fire and you need coaching which one of those would be a better investment right would it be something that is going to have return which is like i fix my systems i come up with a better sales process understand retention or something like that or 10 rowers right and yes they maintain their resale value at which point i'd be like sell that shit and get somebody to help you come in here and resolve your actual problems which okay. would be which would be a simple solution, which is like you need to adjust your programming for the time being and keep that ten thousand dollars and maybe get continue to pack capital on top of that because you got a good profit margin. And so when 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 a coach is you know complaining about well, you know, I don't like that they charge for people that show up, I'm like, well, if this person is at operational capacity and the person took a spot and then didn't show up and then took that spot from somebody else. Well, this creates a retention problem. For sure. And and I also, you know, believe <clears throat> like Stephen Covey talks about in in the seven habits is you have to begin with the end in mind. And so many boxes want to implement these protocols and these and these systems, and they're like, Well, it's hard for me to charge when class is empty. If you want to charge one day for not not showing, you need to start now. Cause you can't implement it's not that you can't. It's challenging to implement these rules months, if not years later. So in other words, I'm starting a box January 1st, and I know my, my cap in classes is one day going to be 16. And right now classes are like busy with five or six. I'm still going to put in a no-show policy because one day I plan on having 16. And rather than trying to implement that in two years, let's do it from day one. And, you know, this goes back to if if that's your model right this goes back to like what thought was put into doing like did i did i design that logically did i just do it because i saw somebody else do it but like what's your model have you done the math and then more importantly do you have a plan to fill all of these classes because i would argue the other way which is like if you have the if you have the capacity for 15 people on day one as you're a startup three people register for class and one of them didn't show up and you charge them i'm i'm kind of in the you're a dick campaign you think so yeah, because there's no reason for that. Like it's not this that model only logically makes sense if there is high demand, right? If the demand outs outpaces supply, which is why they do it. Yeah, I just think if you want to have a rule, like have the rule. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Right. Um, but the problem is we've 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 skipped right past the like rules only are uh really seen as fair if they're logic based. Right? Sure. That one is not logic based. 
Yeah, and you know, and ult- that's fine. But ultimately, I think the big issue See that we're Katie, coming- that means I won. Yeah, I don't. You know, I don't. <laughs> I don't agree. I don't disagree. I think. I think it's up to you. But I think just because you're growing doesn't mean you shouldn't start. Or, or you have it in there and you say, you know, once we hit capacity, this goes into effect. But at, at least your members should know right. that it's something so you're, you're in my, doing. You're, you're, in my, you're in my camp, right? Which is like the rules make sense if they make sense. Why is he so blurry? I don't know. I was just on a call that was fine before that. So it's not it's not me. It's you, which is typically the case. The, uh, you know, so again, it's like. It's like you the old old rules, you're just blurry right, and then all of a sudden my I go blurry. Um, that's that's actually what my eyesight looks now looks like now that I'm 41. <laughs> if I close one eye, I see just you, Jay. That's that's 40, and then if I open the other, I see just me. That's 41. <laughs> um, camera one, camera two. The um, the Katie, do you know what that one's from? Camera one, camera two. Katie. Um, Come on, Katie. Oh, <laughs> Wayne's World, baby. Wayne's oh, now you're world, oh, I've seen that one too. It's just you've seen none of these. You've just I heard have. Of them. I've seen <laughs> like all Adam Sandler movies, and I've definitely seen Wayne's World. But it's been a while. Okay. I guess I don't. Do you guys watch these movies frequently? Yeah. Everybody. No, I just have the unique <laughs> skill of storing absolutely useless information in my well, mind. Well, I also think that's why I can't learn anything else because it's just <laughs> full of movie quotes. <laughs> Well, and I also think when we were younger, like we probably did watch them an obscene amount of times. Wayne's World, especially. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, I would would spend days at Blockbuster waiting for somebody to return that and then return it without rewinding. Um, Be kind, rewind. Katie, have have you gone to a Blockbuster in the past, Katie? Yes, actually. There used to be, there was a Blockbuster in Hackstown, New Jersey, where I grew up. And uh, on Friday nights, my family would have family movie night. We would go rent a movie from Blockbuster. You know, there's one left. Yeah, there's, there's a good documentary on it. It's on a documentary Netflix. on it. It's basically it's, it's and it's actually a functional blockbuster, but it's kind of like it's a nostalgic, uh, like, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, like tourist attraction. I think I want to say it's in the northwest, Oregon. I want to say Oregon. Yeah, I want to say yeah. Oregon. Um, but I yeah, mean, you're right. It's not like people are going. I th- people are going there for the nostalgia of it. It's weird. Like, I I can understand like it would be cool to do that, but at the same time, it's like everything's at your fingertips. Why am I going to Blockbuster? Well, I'm also, are they renting VHS? Because I would rent something there and have zero ability to watch it. I don't even think you can play DVDs anymore, let alone VHS. That's a good point. Yeah. Like, they have to basically be renting it to me. Field trip. We're going like on Dropping the internet in. like blockbuster <laughs> yeah if we go to oregon we should do that it um, is it's in bend oregon yeah there's a documentary on netflix it's 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 worth watching it was interesting yeah. um but anyway part of what we kicked this off with it and part of the issue is coaches not listen i wouldn't say listening but just like not on the same team as the owners and that's a huge problem which is whose fault the owners. Right. Because again, we're doing things that are not. And no, this, it's is not one really... of the, this is well, this is one of the major things that we help people with is like they, they, they built a thing with no intention or logic behind it. It's just like somebody else is doing it. This is the most uh, you know efficient way to get this thing off of the ground and go. And we're there. And I'm like, why do you do that? And they're like, well, because the way we've always done it. And I'm like, welcome to the United States government. So this is going to be a shit show forever. You know, and it's like it doesn't make sense. Right? It's like, why are you doing that? Like, change it, evaluate it. Like, is it logic based? 
And then there, and there are times where like, it makes sense to break logic, but again, it requires far more thought and effort to, should I buy equipment? Should I expand my space? Should I charge people for no shows? All of those things should be regularly reviewed and challenged by the coaching staff and the ownership be like, Hey, is this a good idea anymore? How you do your onboarding? Maybe you start with a Saturday group version because you're a one man band. And I'm like, that's the other thing we help people with, you know, and this is one of the things I'm really excited for the launch of version two of affiliate you, which is going to be like the bee's knees. Right. Um, and really? right. Yeah. Did you guys, did you guys know that bees have knees? Where does that did, Katie, can you find where that comes from, please? Yeah. Google GTS. Um, the, but they should all be fleshed out. And the problem is people are not putting this. You could get the same conversation about like adding an additional revenue source. We were having this conversation with EC about nutrition this past weekend at the summit. And she asked me, she's like, do you, um, do you do nutrition? I'm like, we don't do a ton of it because it's not a priority for me and it's not my thing. And I regularly tell gym owners after having a conversation and getting information, I don't think you should do nutrition. Not, I don't think nutrition is important or is a value add and can be an arm of revenue for the business. That's a separate discussion. It doesn't fit them. They hate it. They have no system to facilitate it. They don't have the bandwidth to coach it and deliver it. They have no idea how to charge for it. They don't have systems or anything. So then the answer is an obvious no versus just saying like everybody should pay for nutrition coaching in your gym. And I'm like, hold the train. Like we can't just skip the whole thing. Like, uh, how, where are we going type deal? You know, but, but I would also go a little further and say, yes, it's great if your rules make sense. And, and obviously that that's very important, but I also think coaches often think they know better than the box owners and box owners put too much stock. It goes back to ferns. Like who's everybody, you know, I'll give you a couple of examples. Um, Whenever we do a rate increase or when we've encouraged people to remove things like limited memberships or open gym times that they're not getting paid for, you know, that's a huge mistake. You know, people keeping open gym on the schedule not or, or thinking they need to add it because they need to provide more value. But coaches are always like, we're going to lose members because uh, you're increasing rates. We're going to lose members because of this or that. And it's like, go open your own gym. Go do your shit. Do it however the hell you want somewhere else, but stop telling box owners what they should or shouldn't be doing. Like if you're well, gonna, like you don't go to work at Facebook, I assume, or Meta, and you're like, hey Zucky, um, you know, can we can we clean this thing up or can we change this? Like, well, I would actually disagree. That is a lot of what's happening, which is a different conversation, but. Sure, like, and, and it goes back to my the podcast we have coming out with Kevin, one of my former coaches. It's like, you need people to challenge you, but at the end of the day, in front of your uh, membership, you need to be on the same page. And you also well, need to is... present it in a bit, like, so, you know, the thing becomes like, Fern, you're increasing rates, we're gonna lose members, and you're just angry. It's not like, hey, Fern, Tell me more about why we're increasing rates. What should I be telling the members? What do we, and, and, and now for the record, that is on you as the owner, but at the same time, coaches, I'm encouraging you to like, don't be a dick. Don't just present drunk monkeys. Like talk to, talk to the box owner and ask them questions before presenting your feelings, emotions, and opinions to the membership. Cause you don't own this thing. You don't own the box and we've talked about it. It's not hard. Like if you care that much, 
If you can't secure $25,000, a level one certificate and insurance for your affiliate, you have no business giving anybody advice because none of those are hard to achieve. You can, well, advice I know 25,000 sounds crazy. It's not like if you can't come up with a way to get 20 and I'm not talking illegally, but I'm talking, ask your mom, ask your no, friend, you know, whatever. Yeah. Buy Bitcoin, whatever it takes. The point is you should be able to do that. Yeah. I mean, there's a difference between advice and, and feedback. So that does need to be distinguished. But the, this, this whole conversation about the coach being upset is, is analogous to where we started with the person cleaning up their equipment. It's, it's a, it's a symptom of the problem. It's not the problem. In that scenario, the problem is the gym owner just blindly said we're raising prices when, and this is this. So we have the same issue when, uh, when a gym owner would say, I really have trouble giving the staff feedback with regard to the classes. And I'm like, well, if we don't design it correctly and we don't essentially develop this and, and give everybody the why behind why we're doing that, of course, you're not going to have buy-in. Everybody just thinks they're under the gun for no reason. Right? But if you walk and be like, hey, guys, we're going to be doing some price raises. I'm going to walk everybody through why we're doing that, what that will yield. And then I'm going to give you guys all the answers for the questions that you're going to get. But it's going to be pretty simple. right? Same thing if you were going to develop a coach eval um, form or format. It's the same thing we walk. We walk people through both of those in the course, which is, hey, get the team together. Let's all collectively agree on what it is that we would we would like to see in a really kick-ass class. And then we're going to walk through together to make sure everybody understands and agrees on the metrics for success. And then we proceed forward. And then I don't have any pushback. Everybody's like, no, I understand the why behind it. So now I'm not just thinking that like the owner's greedy or is, you know, trying to do evals so that he can fire me later because we had a conflict about, you know, whatever back in the day. Because I didn't present it correctly, because it wasn't based on any sort of like logical design. I didn't think it through. I just, on a whim, did something, and I really don't have any like logical explanation for it. Like I couldn't explain it to anybody, and that's the problem. Is a lot of these things need to put need to have way more thought behind them, because you do have a team, you do have people that need to have buy-in, and really what this goes back to is the coaches reacting because they have a fear that they're going to get pummeled by the members because they're standing in front of them on a daily basis. And we have not armed them with a, the confidence and the understanding of why this thing is happening and also given them the appropriate answers. And that answer might be like, listen, here's the basics, but Jay told us that you guys were going to have that question. And he told us if you have any questions that he's happy to meet with you. And now everybody's like, Whew, okay, I thought I was, I thought I was going to be responsible for answering to all 78 clients that we have about this. And I'm just not prepared to do that. I agree. And I think that's, a, you know, one of the biggest mistakes box owners make and it's, it's controlling their coaching staff and, and also having the confidence behind their decisions. I think too many box owners are just like, uh, should I do this? Should I not do this? What should I do? And then they do something and they don't feel strongly in their opinion about it. So then they, you know, it's, it's very easy to waver. Unlike this, you, like, yeah, well, this, so this is, this is one of the biggest struggles I had leaving the military. Right. So the military by its very design is authoritarian, which is like, do what I tell you, shut your face and move. 
Like there's no discussion about anything. They're like, we're here at 7 a.m. We're loading all that shit in the truck and then we're going. Even though a lot of people are thinking like, well, that doesn't make any sense. We're not supposed to go for three days, right? And it's just like, there's no questions. It's just like, nobody asked you what your opinion was. Shut up and do your job, right? If anyone wants to know the military, like that's what it's like. So hurry up and wait. Um, and then I took not that egregious or that to that level, but then I took that same type mindset, which is like, oh, if I just say things, then people will jump and they will move. But when you leave the military, they're like, yeah, I don't care. Like, I don't have to do that. I can just quit. I can leave. I don't like this. Mm -hmm. This sucks. And I was like, oh, yeah, this is not how the real world works. You know, I'm not Lieutenant Fernandez, who everybody just like, I just have to do what that dude says, regardless of how I feel about it or whether it makes any sense. For the record, I made a lot of decisions, made no sense. Um, Were you a lieutenant? I, yeah. Nice. Do you <laughs> not, not really. I think yeah. um, I think we we should refer to you as a lieutenant from now on. I think you should refer to me as Admiral. Um, Wait, is Admiral higher? That's the top, right? That's like general in the army, isn't it? Yeah, but yeah, but just you should refer to me as Admiral Fern. Yeah, everybody else can just refer to me as Fern. But you are, um, just, yeah. I'm your commanding officer. Yeah, I'm your CO. <laughs> yeah. So I'm gonna need you to go over there, grab that mop, and start mopping the floors, and just keep doing it until I tell you to quit. Um, so, but yeah, that was that was one of the biggest struggles, and this is um, this is something I learned from. Um, one of my clients who was a mentor for a long time, he, but he owns, uh, I think I've talked about before, but he owns multiple Chick-fil-A's and Chick-fil-A does a fantastic job of design company buy-in. And this is not a new concept, but they do it very well, which is the idea of vision casting and taking a vision and casting it so that everybody's just like, yeah, we're behind that. Let's all go. We're all marching in the same direction now, but they're doing it because they understand it and they support it and they're doing it of their own free will. Um, and that is not a lot of what gym owners do. They're just like, dictatorial in nature and it is a dictatorship because it is your business but it doesn't mean that this idea of having group buy-in isn't wildly beneficial because otherwise you're just going to be caught in this circle of like well listen you're just going to be a business of one forever at the end of the day i make the decisions that i want but it'd be a lot easier if everybody was on board and marching in the same direction yeah and that's what it comes down to right like you need to be the leader the admiral if you will of your affiliate and People need to understand what their roles are, but also do a good job explaining them and, and being able to give them the tools and skills necessary to talk about it. Like you said, it could just simply be, hey, people are going to potentially bitch to you about this rate increase. Like you said, hey, let them know my door's open and they can talk to me about it, but I don't want you to get involved. I know, and, and, and that's really what it comes down to. So. Box owners, take control of your own shit and remember ultimately, like Jocko says, you're it's your you're in charge. Like we talk about it as entrepreneurs. Like you are responsible for yourselves. Most likely your coaching staff will not care quite as much as you do. Most likely your coaching staff's opinions won't always completely align with yours and what you want, your objectives. So you need to be in charge and you need to have extreme ownership. That's that's what box ownership comes down to. And if you're struggling with this, you're, if you're struggling with putting together the why behind things and you're struggling to get staff or you don't know what the vision is for all that stuff, 
hit us up. I mean, we're getting ready to launch, launch version two of Affiliate U. It's going to be by far the best course out there ever. Uh, I think it will help a tremendous amount of people, just like what we've been doing. As So reach out to us. It's just a phone call. We'll, we'll give you a recommendation whether we think you should do it or not. But this is a significant problem. Whether you're starting a gym in six months or whether you've been in business for 10 years, the problem is still very pervasive in both of those scenarios. So reach out to us. Um, we're happy to help you guys and uh, a lot more to come on, uh, you know, the launch of the new course here coming in the next couple weeks. So I'm looking forward to putting that out there. Nib high football rules. So you never miss an episode of the podcast. Subscribe to our YouTube channel and on all major podcasting platforms at best hour of their day. Thank you so much for tuning in and for being a part of the best hour of our day. See you next time.